Welcome to the Dental Money Lounge, the place where dentists can tune in to grow their money, wealth and financial knowledge. Here are your hosts, Hassan Mushaid and Max Bazzucchini. Hi and welcome to the Dental Money Lounge. This is Hassan Mushaid, your host, and I'm joined by Max. Hello everybody, ciao from Max. I'm actually in Manchester at the moment and Max is currently in Kent. I am indeed, yes. I am in the Garden of England. Beautiful <laughs> down here today. And I am in the, the cloud of England where it rains constantly. <laughs> but it's actually sunny today, so it's not that bad. So, Hassan, tell, you know, talk about yourself a bit. So, my name is Hassan Mishaid. I am the owner of the Creative Composite, a digital dental marketing agency. So, I work with dental practice owners, specifically the entrepreneurial types. And we help increase revenue, reduce their working days, and help them grow their team and their practice. That's pretty much what we do in, in our kind of core essence. Apart from that, my experience within the dental industry, I worked for numerous dental practices, starting, my, starting off from a, from a dental nurse to treatment coordinator, practice manager, business development manager. I've even trained dentists on sales, communication, helped dentists with acquisitions. I've been fortunate enough to be in numerous positions working closely with dentists over a number of years before I decided to take the step to creating and, and, and launching my own agency. So I've been there pretty much and seen all the trials and tribulations that a dental practice owner can go through. So I understand completely the, the stresses of managing team members, ensuring that the, the kind of the whole process of delivering quality dental work is smooth internally. I have seen everything and anything. Marketing is based on metrics, KPIs and targets. And this is where we usually get involved with the financial side of the business because everything that we do in marketing has to result in return of investment, increasing the revenue, whether it means increasing patient inquiries and the conversions from, from that. So it's all pretty much metric-based results really that we deliver. And we have to keep a close eye on the financials to make sure our clients are happy as well. And this is where we usually get involved with the wealth management side as well. And and, and we have worked with Max in the past and, and it has been a great experience really. Max, I'll let you introduce yourself as well and, and, and share pretty much what you know and what you've done and, and achieved in the past. Hello everybody, my name is Max Bazzucchini and I am the director and partner of Deep Partnership Limited, which is a very innovative and unique dental practice sales agency. We are all certified business uh, valuers with a, an abundance of experience in valuing buying and selling dental practices. Between our partners, ourselves, we have a combined 60 years experience in the industry and we value the access of one and a half dental practices. We also provide as the first in the dental practice sales market. We are the first to provide a, a confidential video brochure of any practices for sale, which is very confidential, explaining and showing about practice in, in more detail. We also provide the initial valuation report within two days from visiting the practice and within seven days we have a final report and the practice is ready to sell and to go to market. We are the only agency with a senior partner as a dentist. In fact, this is giving us a clinical, unique industry insight and dental knowledge. And also we provide a seven-day open line of communications with our clients selling the practices. So we, we decided to create a new innovative dental sales agency after being in the market for 10 years. I started exactly 10 years ago in October 2008 and I was head of merger and acquisitions for a company called ADP Dental where we grew the group to 132 practices and then our investors, Palamon, got together with Carlisle Investors 
to essentially create a supergroup called IDH My Dentist. Then since then I've been involved in valuing and environment selling healthcare practices, predominantly dental practices up and down the country, from Cornwall all the way to Scotland and Wales and half to Paul and Manchester, Liverpool, London, Kent, anywhere absolutely in the country. We've been involved in environment selling in excess of 200 dental practices. So we are happy to share our knowledge and help any single dental practice looking to buy one practice or a group you're being quite humble there max i've seen max in action with work with my clients and i've seen him speaking with on behalf of clients with lawyers accountants investors that's when i get to see max shine really you can see that this man is knowledgeable and experienced because he positions himself confidently dealing and negotiating on behalf of clients and yeah that's when you get to see his real knowledge kind of just commenting wow i'm actually having a good uh, good uh, financial education lesson here whilst whilst i listen to him. but yeah th- thank you for that for that intro max and i think you are quite humble with the, with your knowledge and experience there uh, the dental money lounge is it's a concept and it's an idea that was born uh, following a conversation between Hassan and myself where we wanted to put together a library of information and anything dental, anything dental would be in, in, in now in this lounge. So if you are working within the dental professions and you want to know about how to value a practice, how to buy a practice, uh, the importance of communications to improve the running of your practice, essentially anything for if you're an aspiring dental practice owner or if you own practices already looking to sell or if you're looking to buy it, we want to give and share all our knowledge and all our information. And, and most importantly, if we don't know something, we will know someone who can tell you and they will be the expert in the field. So for example, we are going to invite in our series of podcasts and we're going to plan a 52, essentially one week for the entire year, starting from October the 10th. We will have, um, and myself, I will be talking about how to value practices and access practices. We will have guests from leading finance broker like Kevin Saunders, for example, talking about affordability. How can you buy a practice? Can you actually afford to buy a practice? And what lenders are looking for uh, to maximize your lending opportunity. We will also invite first-time buyers who bought practices with us, sellers. We will have interviews with sellers, and practice owners who sold practices, and essentially they will tell you and they will share their journey. We also have leading figures from the uh, legal advisors, such as Jonathan Jacobs, for example, who is a lawyer based in Manchester. And he will share with us his knowledge about, for example, one of the hot topics on uh, employment or self-employment status for associates. So it's important to know this, so you're going to end up in court. <laughs> so obviously he will share all this information. For example, Gemma Mintram, another very, very experienced uh, mental lawyer, tell us all about the process of buying and selling and some of the most common points that comes uh, um, and when, when buying and selling. So as Max has said, we'll be educating quite a lot of people on the buying and selling of dental practices. We'll have numerous guests and speakers on the show with their own expertise in their own fields, from lawyers to, to financial advisors to even mortgage brokers. There's tons of value and, and like most people in life, financial education is not something that we've been given. So you can learn and feel empowered when you are speaking with other other financial advisors, lawyers, brokers, and just being confident when dealing with business really. And again, business is not all about money. 
Some of the other topics that we'll also include will be things like how GDPR fits into your dental practice, looking at buying practices from a mini corporate's kind of point of view. So if you want to grow the strategies and what you should be looking out for as well, We'll even have some sales and data analysts on here. So my friend Martin Zaman from London, who's a great data analyst, and he'll tell you how to use data to increase your, your profits and, and, and value, valuation of your practice as well, really. We'll even have one of the world's renowned charisma coaches as well, who will teach you how to be charismatic when, when dealing with clients and business people. So you can position yourself and portray an image that can help you in your negotiation skills as well. We'll try and get some speakers as well who are good at uh, neuro-linguistic neuro programming, NLP, as you might, as some of you guys might be familiar with. When it comes to money and investment and business, it's not just about the money. It's about numerous and other various elements that can help you reach other heights and also be confident when dealing with other similar like-minded businessmen really and that's what this show is kind of aimed for so max what other things can people expect from the show so the aim of the dental money lounge is to share our knowledge and experience from the field exactly real case stories what is happening in uh, when we are out there valuing practices selling practices to give an understanding to dental practice owners looking to buy or to sell on how practices are sold at the moment so we will give you obviously an explanation on terminology such as a guitar, but we'll also tell you about the, for example, a deferred consideration on, on of the price, which is something which is very common for certain type of practices or for certain practices where the, the business owners is contributing to the majority of the income, then it's very likely, unless there is some work carried out on marketing um, uh, before, then any buyers who want the, uh, the practice owner to stay for a number of years and some of the price will be the first. So we will explain in more details how practice is selling. Essentially, we will invite practice owners who sold and bought practices with us to share their experience. So you will hear not just from us, but from practice like yourself who are looking to buy yourself, their experience and in, in reality is what, what exactly happened. We will also have wealth management experience uh, brokers to advise on what to do with, with the money post completion. Yeah, I think that there's going to be quite a lot to learn and everybody's at a different stage in, in their business life really. Some might be looking to buy for the first time, some have bought numerous practices before, or some might be looking to sell. And I think Max, you'll be able to kind of validate this really, that every purchase or sale is never the same. There's always different things or different situations that or different elements that can pop up and, and, and cause or, or take people down a different route. And I think Having those experiences, like you mentioned, from other dentists who have been through those stages and processes, who can share their stories of this is what happened and this is what we did and this is how it all kind of played out. Those are going to be the most valuable gems, really, that the experience-based knowledge from other dental professionals. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And what I see in my profession and my experience as a certified business value is that there are always factors that will affect the nature of, of, of the value and Every practice is absolutely different, but of course there is the neutrality of the valuation which we take into consideration the figures and, and the economy and the running and the dynamic of the practice in terms of revenue stream. But then there is also the role of the negotiation in business valuation, so it's the value yeah. versus the price. And there are also tangible aspects in, in, in any dental practice that will determine the value. There are also potentials to analyze in any, in any valuation to be made, such as the percent of the sales. Occupancy, utilization of, 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 of the surgery space, uh, demographics, locations, geography. And also, one of the most important questions I always ask is the selling and why is it 
il cartone Selling the Practice. Why Play the Cartoon is up Selling the Practice? The reasons for selling will also determine uh, the right buyer that we can introduce to the practice. Because buying a practice is not just about figures, it's of course about maximizing the value, but it's proactively matching the right buyer with the right practice so that continuation of patient care can be maintained. And especially if a dental practitioner staying on practice post completion, then they have to work with the right buyer sharing the same attitude and, and sharing the same ethos. I think this is going to be an interesting podcast. Yeah, there's going to be tons of knowledge. I can already tell there's going to be tons of knowledge from all the other speakers and all the other people that we're going to have on here. People are going to, are going to learn quite a lot here. But yeah, so this is what we're, we're planning to do. Be and Max are trying to create a platform where you guys will be able to learn everything about money and wealth management and buying and selling dental practices, really. Hi, everyone. So I'm joined today with Cam from Dengro. Uh, Cam, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, how are you? I'm not too bad. Cam, where are you based? We are based in the beautiful city of Bath, actually, in wow. Somerset. Have you ever been there? I have, actually, yeah. And it's quite, it is pretty nice, actually. Ah, the sun is shining through the windows today, so uh, it's looking pretty good. Yeah, and actually in Manchester, it's not that bad either, which is uh, oh, quite good. a surprise, yeah. Now, for our listeners that are familiar with Dengro, and, and especially for the ones that aren't, I'm going to give a bit of a quick intro into Cam has created with his team, pretty much. And now, Cam, correct me if I'm wrong. So, Dengro is a CRM that helps dental practices manage their new patient inquiries and leads that they generate through marketing would I be right in saying that yeah that's that's pretty much bang on yeah we've we've used the the term CRM really because um, I guess that's what we think dentists are probably most au fait with or at least think you know actually that's something that can help my business yeah I guess if we were you know right stripping it right down to its bones we'd probably say that it's a lead management and nurture tool yeah now I'm familiar with uh, some dentists where in conversations I mentioned the word CRM and then they've not had a clue what it actually means. So <laughs> exactly, I'm going to quickly yeah. kind of briefly break it down for, for everybody. So CRM stands for content, sorry, customer relationship management tool, I believe it. Am I, am I right there? Correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah wow, right, bang yeah. on. And it's pretty much a tool to help manage the conversations between patients and customers who are potential customers as well as existing customers or patients. And a lot of organizations, especially large corporate organizations, have been using this for decades to manage their sales and marketing, their internal departments. As you can imagine, with bigger corporates, they have hundreds and thousands of conversations with numerous customers' inquiries per day with sales departments and marketing departments working closer together. Communication internally is, is, is a key to ensuring good services delivered as well as ensuring communication between teams to deliver an exceptional service is also kind of delivered. Now, that's a common concept within other industries and other sectors. And what you've done is pretty much brought into the dental sector, which, which is pretty new. And I mean, yeah. how, did you, how did you kind of come about thinking, wow, one day, did you get some feedback from other other, other friends or clients? Uh, yeah, to it's a really something? interesting story, actually. And it, and it goes back to our, my and my uh, business colleagues' experience, really. We were, uh, myself and Ali Meredith, were basically working for a large agency. Um, and we were in charge of uh, the Invisalign account, actually. Wow, Europe. okay. And so, uh, essentially, advertising to consumers about Invisalign um, treatment. And yeah. um, we left that agency and we were doing a little bit of work with practices about their internal marketing, but also how they marketed to consumers themselves and, yeah. and attracting potential patients. And from that experience, we, you know, we, we found two problems. Actually, um, you know, internally, 
things have really changed over the last 10 years in practices. Yeah. The front of our team, as you, as you know, uh, just like yeah. overrun with tasks. You know, yeah. they're super, super busy. On the flip side of that, you know, patient demand is, is high. Everyone now are, in, are interested in having cosmetic treatment, you know, yeah. high value treatment. Oh, you're right, so yeah. we recognized having leads coming into practices where the front of house team were really busy and actually following up leads wasn't top of their agenda. Yeah. But, you know, for a principal, it really should be because that's how they want to grow their business. Exactly. So, so we, we absolutely found that there was the leads were coming into practices and then just falling in a black, black hole. Yeah. You know? They were coming into an email inbox that was already overflowing. Yeah. They were in a Facebook account that, you know, no one actually ever logged into. You know, you had a principal spending thousands of pounds on advertising and on marketing. Yeah. And leads would just be, you know, left cold because, you know, fair enough, the reception team are busy with the with the day-to-day, you know, answering yeah. phones and booking people in and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, for practices who with where growth is on the agenda, Dengro, which is essentially a, a, a net to catch all of these new leads and suck them in automatically, there was a clear market for it. So yeah. we're, we're kind of, we're solving that that problem really for, yeah. for practices. No, I mean, for my business itself, we use a, a sales CRM as well. And again, traditionally dental practice receptionists usually have, in the morning, they'll start their dental software on the desktop. They then usually start the, uh, the x-ray software and then they'll yeah. open a window for for the for the for the emails and then if they inquire if they're getting leads through facebook they'll open another window yeah so no. you're having <laughs> numerous communication channels absolutely and at the same time we're not talking about the phone calls that will be ringing uh, as well as the patients yeah. that are physically there exactly. leaving there's a lot for a receptionist or the front of house team to, to kind of manage yeah. on, a, on, a, on a on a daily basis exactly and, and, that and so you know, yeah predictably Dengar they are was, Dengar was born to you know make front of house lives a lot easier and yeah. you know the the first thing we sat down and there were two things that, that Dengra had to do you know right from the off otherwise it just was going to go nowhere yeah you know one it had to be useful for front of house otherwise they would just kick it into touch yeah. you know front of house team they're busy they haven't got time to be yeah. learning about new software you know it had to be super simple to use yeah. second it had to be useful and it had to provide value yeah you know to provide value to principles. What feedback have you got from dental teams so far who have you know user um, software? Yeah, so we have had fantastic feedback. We've been blown away actually with receptionists coming up to us and, and TCOs and front of house teams saying, yeah. you know, oh my God, I was resistant to use this because yeah. my principal told me or my manager told me I had to use it. But, you know, now I really see the benefit to the team and it saves me time. And I don't need to think about who I need to follow up and what I need to say, yeah. you know, I don't need to worry about, you know, uh, when a lead comes in, yeah. instantly replying to it, because I know that actually Dengro sends a holding message yeah. and, you know, a series of um, nurture emails and SMS messages that, yeah. you know, keeps them warm until I can get around to calling them. Yeah. So we have been, you know, really, really pleased with our feedback um, that, we're, that we've received. And, you know, we're, we're always improving the, the platform. Yeah, and I, I agree with yourself with all those things, what Dengro pretty much does, it does make mm. the, the job easier. Because this podcast is about wealth, money, and kind of finances really for, yeah. for dental practice yeah, sure. owners, this is where the metrics come into play. Now, Absolutely. CRM itself, 
again, it's a communication tool, but I've, I've played with Dengro. We use it for some of our clients as well. We've seen the results from it. We've seen what the feedback our clients have given. We've also set it up for our clients so we know how the, the, the back end works as well, really. And it's pretty mm -hmm. sweet, really, mm -hmm. to be honest. Great. But when it, when it comes to measuring and metrics and follow-ups and, and kind of ensuring that a, a return of investment is made from Dengro pretty much is an investment itself. It's a software that it you implement is. within your practice. Yeah, it is. Have you, but, you, have know, you got it's, feedback? You know, it's, it's a relatively small investment when yeah. you consider, you know, the loss of a cosmetic treatment or the value of that treatment that could fall through the net, that could be yeah. stuck in your inbox, that could be, you know, left in a social channel. Actually, you know, an annual license of Dengro is covered in by one of those treatments, yeah. you know. So um, if, you, if, if you think of it in kind of value terms, and yeah. this is obviously how we, you know, sell it to principals, yeah. you know, in terms of value, it, it, it pays for itself yeah. over and over again. No, definitely, yeah. I mean, our sales team uses a CRM and we follow up on a regular basis. For example, what most practice owners don't realize is that when you do get a new patient lead or an inquiry, one point of contact is not enough. We used to, I mean, we still do this. We follow up at least nine to 11 times and yeah. and people would think that's that's a crazy number. Crazy. That's yeah, that's on yeah, borderline yeah, really stalking. But yeah, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the psychology and the science is that if when somebody does make an inquiry or fill in an online form of some sort, they are giving yeah. their consent to be contacted. Knowing the world, how it is now, and everybody's living a faster, busier life, you've got children, you've got take care of the home, the work, and, and everything else, really. Yeah. So betting on a one phone call voicemail for somebody to hopefully answer their phone or getting back to you in this current day and age is not enough. And I think, I mean, would you haven't happen to have any kind of feedback based on how yeah. finances you have are, grown based on follow-ups? You, know, you are absolutely right. Um, in terms of follow-ups, you know, we recommend uh, at least five points of contact yeah. but what we do we've actually so so now we've been out of beta for almost 12 months we have we're, we've got a data analyst on board and she is sifting through our data to understand exactly that you know actually what's the average what's the what's the average contact uh, rate across all of our practices yeah. you know how many phone calls does it take for a facebook lead to convert yeah. via you know versus a google lead so we're just embarking on that kind of data journey now wow okay yeah, yeah, that'd be which is going to be, you know, fantastic for us because, yeah. you know, we want to provide value to practices yeah. and, you know, data does not lie. No, you no. Know, if you can present that, those statistics to practices, yeah. you know, there's, there's no, there's, you know. It is, it is, it is. It is just the way forward if you are looking to grow your practice financially. And even from a valuation point of view, having those systemized approach to, to, to the front you end. To. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's, you know, that's where Dengro is purely a CMS for leads you know yeah. when it turns into patients it goes into pms so it's really about understanding you know value and return on investment from your marketing but yeah. also you know how, how well your team are performing against yeah. that task how well they are following up leads yeah and how well they are converting yeah. but you know to your point absolutely right you know having those metrics in place so you can understand and, and more than understand you can plan the future of of your practice you know you've got a target of i don't know converting 500 leads across the year you know dengro can can give you that transparency yeah. to, to understand well actually guys we are a quarter of a way there you know well done that's yeah. great and you know instead of oh god i'm gonna i'm gonna get the diary and go through yeah. all of the you know all of the appointments we had did that one convert yeah. Ooh, you know so it, you know having that data 
yeah. instantly to hand is, I think, and a lot of our practices think yeah. valuable. You know, you know, you, we we talk to managers who say, "Oh God, you know, my principal wants these numbers like instantly," yeah. and we're like, "Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, here, this is this is the report. Away yeah. you go." And, and they're like, oh, wow, that is fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, ha- having joining all of these processes up across the practice means that we can display that data instantly. We can yeah. provide those figures, which is, you know, which is fantastic. I have actually first-hand experience of creating those reports for the practice owner. Now, when you're a okay. treatment coordinator and you're measuring conversions from how many people actually book a consultation yeah. appointment from uh, an email or a phone call from yeah. from the consultation to then how many go ahead with treatment and how many don't yeah. that's another kind I of mean, conversion or kpi really and yeah. obviously things that you can't measure you can't control really either and yeah, you want to yeah, know yeah. where where the kind of the bottleneck is within that flow and, and, and exactly now because i've actually been deeper into the dengrow software and generally mm-hmm. a lot of crms as well i mean i don't know what you refer to them as but i refer to them as sales pipelines or where yes, it tells yeah. you yeah exactly what stages people are, are at and where they are exactly. dropping off or for example yeah. you might find out in the bottleneck of, of all things of the whole patient journey that the receptionist isn't great at converting people from a phone call to booking in and, and it might you might discover that she might be great and but when they see the treatment coordinator that she or he isn't good at uh, converting them in-house so there's Absolutely. all these bottlenecks that having a system that automatically shows those numbers you can then see where the where the flaws are in the systems i think that, that was an awesome awesome yeah, element within, um, within the software yeah so. absolutely and and that's the feedback we've had exactly to that point there's a big high number here of people who have attended the consultation but not gone ahead yeah Mikey, what, you know whoa let's let's interrogate that a bit yeah. more and find out why and actually you find out that i don't know your your tco is actually no good at closing yeah you know for example yeah so, yeah exactly that so that you know that was Primarily, the second reason for us creating the tool was that transparency and visibility that it provides yeah. principals in across their practice. You know, principals want to just be treating people in chair all day long. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and Dengro gives them the opportunity to log in at eight o'clock on a Friday night to see how everyone's been doing in the week. Yeah. You know, and they can identify those those pinch points if they need to. If if um, if a dental practice, sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but if a dental practice owner who hasn't had those types of systems in place before, and they then let's say invest in in Dengro, how do, what, what what has the experience been? How has the team implemented that whole new Dengro process, and how have they adapted to it? Has it been a quite an easy transition, or have you have they found difficulty? What's your feedback, and then take from that? Yeah. No, it's really interesting. It's an interesting, you know, no one likes change. Do they? Yeah. And especially in a dental practice where, you know, things are streamlined, they're used to doing, and it depends very much on the front of house team, but they are, if they're, if they're capable and willing for change and everyone's, you know, everyone's up for it, then absolutely fantastic. One thing that we made sure that when we built this product was extremely easy to use. Yeah. You know, a 20 minute webinar, if you even need that and away you go. Yeah. So, you know, people who have moved away from, let's say, a spreadsheet in isolation or you're using post-it notes or a diary, they've absolutely loved the fact that this is all and they don't need to essentially think about a thing. You know, it's all processed for them in the background. They answer a few questions about a lead, you know, have they come in today? Great. Did they go ahead with treatment? Yes. If they did, what was the value? That task has then gone away and all of everything happens in the background. Yeah. All the data is collected and they can view that. The principal can view that. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's all there and available. And the transition from going from an offline system to an online system has been really good. So that okay. the take up is yeah, really good. We understand that, you know, 
not everyone's au fait with technology. Yeah. So that was front of mind for us. You know, take up in terms of reception teams yeah. was, was like number one priority. No, definitely. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it would just stall. So yeah. Okay. What can we expect to see in the future from the Dengro team? Um, because you mentioned you've got the data analysts on board now. Yeah. Now there'll be a lot of knowledge and data that you'll be collecting and, and, and yeah. analyzing really. Yeah, Are we definitely. expecting, so, what are we expecting to see? Lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. We've got a, um, so we've got a really long roadmap of yeah. um, like feature developments, as you would expect from like a SaaS product. Yeah. Our next protocol is um, automation. So at the moment, all of the automations are pre-written and are rigid. So you're unable to, you know, change them to a practice's own liking. Yeah. You can add your, add your logos and all that sort of stuff. But in the next couple of weeks, we are releasing a version that gives the practice a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And then a month or so after that, we're allowing practices to add whatever content to those automations that they like. So okay. that is the, that's the near future. Yeah. Obviously, along with that, I mentioned our new data analysts. Our, what we want to do is provide insight to the industry, really. Yeah. You know, talk about best time to contact or actually, you know, all leads are submitted at seven o'clock at night. You should be following those leads up straight away. You yeah. know, what are you doing? Because obviously the practice is closed. Yeah. What are you doing to make sure you're nurturing that contact, yeah. that contact as soon as possible? So, you know, where we are sure of our information, we yeah. want to be telling everyone about it, you know, about how to improve your processes in practice yeah. from our data or from what we've learned yeah. across all of the practices we work with and it's yeah. currently 270 odd in the uk uh, yeah which is great yeah, so, you yeah. Know, and that's over the last 12 months so we had a we were in beta for two years before that yeah. so we we were made, we made sure we created a stable product before we um, released it to the market yeah which is you know obviously the way you want to do you want to do these things. Yeah. So we're in the UK now, we're, we're just about to go into Australia wow. and we are looking at the US and Canada next year. Yeah. So we very much have a, a scale plan on our radar, but obviously, you know, we want to make yeah, sure yeah. the tool continues to be yeah. as useful as it is now for um, our current our current So it's, it's global domination in, 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 the, in the world. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, the domination would be good. But, you know, we'll, we'll creep into those yeah. territories first uh, and make sure we've got the UK nailed down, I think, before moving on. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. No, interesting things. Actually, I'm looking forward to how far you guys go. You are creating yeah, a, a platform yeah. within your own space in a way. Great. And exciting, yeah. 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 It's really exciting. Yeah, as you said, it's absolutely exciting. And, and we're just, you know, we are really just at the tipping point now where, you know, brand awareness is starting to take hold. So people yeah. are starting to hear about us, which is which is fantastic and say, you know, wow, your, your product really works. Yeah. And that's what we set out to do. You know, we, we set out to make a useful product that practices find valuable. Yeah. You know, we're all about you know, we're all about problem solving. Yeah. And, you know, right at the heart of problem solving is, uh, you know, is the user. So the fact that users find this valuable and useful is great for yeah. us. It's been a, an awesome conversation with yourself, Cam, and, and I'm glad that you've you've actually uh, joined us today. That's great. Thanks, Alexander. I really appreciate you uh, having me on. No worries. And, th and thank you for sharing the story for Dengro. And, and I look forward to seeing how far you guys go in the future. Great stuff. Thanks, Alexander. So me and Max are excited to launch the Dental Money Lounge. It's something that we've been contemplating for, for a while. Both of us, when we have our meetings, we always say the amount of knowledge that we both share, we should be shared. And the number of people that we speak and, and, and have meetings with, they're all kind of experts in those fields. And we'll be bringing them all to this show so you guys can all 
learn from the experts in the field and and yeah so stay tuned join us on soundcloud and itunes and and then watch out for the next show and that's it from me so bye from hassan ciao from max a word from our sponsors the creative composite dental marketing which helps you grow the pluto partnership where professionalism meets confidence